Dude, it is hot as balls. Yesterday was a whole new level of, um, like, oppressive, though. <laughs> yeah, I barely left the house there. I did leave the house and um, was fairly productive. Um, but, man, when I got home, just seemingly perspirating incessantly. Yeah, that photo you sent me was nuts, actually. Oh, yeah. And that was in the morning. Are they still not putting the aircon on at the gym? <laughs> yeah, Rod is definitely uh, anti-aircon, although he has uh, he has put it on recently. Um, it was just a big sweat fest there yesterday morning. Uh, I think it's going to be that way regardless, right? Pretty much, yeah. I go into the gym before and it's aircon in there and it was no help. Hmm. No help at all. Well, what do you do? You just fucking battle through it, don't you? Yeah. I don't have an AC in my room though, so fucking sleeping's proving quite difficult. I've been sleeping on the couch. I'm also out of my uh, green medicine, so um, my sleeping problems have doubled. Problematic. Yes. I had a couple of days of that last week where I was didn't have the sleepy boy available and it was hell, <laughs> pure hell. Well, from my Total Instagram, insomnia. I posted up something once um, – the the real heads in the chat will know um, the coffee grinder technique, mm. the Anko. I um I've been raiding the deposits left on that bad boy over the last two nights, and by golly, did you build them up again after you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for those at the back, <laughs> Josh has a cleaner, and she cleaned his coffee grinder of its residue. Which is just a, such a party foul in every sense of the word. How could you be that oblivious? Like, she knows what it's for. And the fact, uh, you know what? I reckon it was her mum because she does it with her mum. I reckon the mum was the one who was just like, oh, I'll clean this. Like, it's hard to get it out, though. Like, I do do a bit of scraping every now and then because I've got the same deal. And I'm like scraping away at it. And then they're pretty hard. Those crystals just want to stick to everything. Are you talking about the interior or the lid? The interior. Oh, the lid is the fucking treasure trove, you know? Yeah. I haven't even, I haven't even touched the interior yet. That well, lid. she also got the metal cup that sits in it that you have to clip in. Uh, all I do is take the lid on and off. Oh, okay. So mine's got a metal cup. Oh. So it's more like a it's, – it's similar to like a blender setup. Mm-hmm. So you put the metal cup in. Oh, right, right, right. And then you just push the lid okay. down. Nah, this one is all one piece and it just has like a plastic lid and the button's on the lid. So once the lid's actually on, the button can activate the grinder. And uh, yeah, it's like five bucks from Target or something or Kmart, wherever yeah. the fuck you get it. And it is absolutely a joy. But um, the deposit is fucking a good thickness, eh? Yeah. I feel like Boneyard Alaska, like <laughs> bringing out prehistoric little nuggets of crystal. It's great. Yeah, it gets you high as shit. Here we are, talking about drugs again. We're only three minutes in. That's all right. Just talk about the interests in general. Interests in general. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I've been watching the uranium market quite closely this Mm -hmm. week. And you know what's got us nice to feel vindicated once in a while? Because I've been prattling on about this for about three years now, and we're starting to see some movement. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, I suppose from when I jumped in, we're starting to see that potentially we're going to get back to that position like it's not gone above what i paid for it yet yeah you came in basically at the height of the last sort of uh, i came in and then i came in again, again. Mm. 
but um, yeah, it was all like seven. Oh, yeah, that's nothing. That this is going to go that one, the one that you're talking about in particular is going to go ape shit at some point. But I'm just talking about the spot market in general. I mean, when I first invested, uranium was thirty dollars per pound, and now it's just crossed a hundred and five dollars. How's that not showing up in our? Because the the miners are lagging indicator, so. No one's doing deals at the moment. The spot price is the spot price, but the spot price reflects supply and demand. There's no actual deals being done, although there was one done at the other day at $100 per pound, which is very important to the whole thesis. People are actually buying it at that amount. Um, but the, the miners and the producers, the explorers are all lagging behind the spot price, but eventually those two will connect. And when they do, Rich. We're on. I'm not that on. I had to sell a bunch of it. Well, my alligator stuff, um, yeah, I'll be happy. Um, I'll just let you finish digging in your face before we continue this conversation. Okay. <laughs> the camera's on you. It's very distracting. Um, I got burrito stuck in my teeth and I had to get it out. No, it's fair enough. I've still got some duck in there from lunch that I'm going to have to deal with when I get home. Um, but yeah, yeah man. I want to be rich. So do I, to be honest. I did. I made the mistake though of doing maths, like extrapolating what I could earn if it goes to certain numbers. It's nice, but I don't want to get blinded by that, you know? Yeah, and that's the way it happens. I don't know, man. The world doesn't want us to be rich. <laughs> Welcome to the new Patreons, though. Thanks for jumping on board. That's yeah. the quickest way that we're going to get any money. I think there's five of five five new ones or six new ones that I yeah, saw. Yeah, I think it's like seven or eight over the last couple of weeks. Oh, dope! But yeah, that was nice to see, and a couple that came in on the the higher tier as mm. well, which was nice. We'll look up your names later and give you a shout out at some point. Absolutely, we will. I don't have it on my phone, unfortunately. But yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty down for this year. It would be nice to make money on. Uh, <clears throat> On the uraniums, that'd be lovely. Really would. I feel like we really missed the fucking boat on the whole Bitcoin thing, you know? We could have been quite rich. Yeah, I think everyone's got like an almost story from Bitcoin. Yeah. But that's just the way that it rolls. I wonder if you could um, start betting on like what crazy shit the Jews are going to do. <laughs> 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 hey, if there is a um, if there is an elaborate tunnel network anywhere else other than New York, maybe we'll find some buried gold. Dude, the optics of that are just terrible. Isn't it crazy? Dude, if you've been like, if pop culture and general online chatter for the last couple of years has been like, you know, the Jews have run the world, they're like, um, they're pulling all the strings. And technically, like an underground society that are like controlling the world. You really don't want video footage of some of them emerging from from underground tunnels in the middle of New York. Oh my god, it was the funniest thing ever! In full Jewish garb, too. Yeah, well, it's all the Hasidic Jews. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ! I think the funniest thing is that if everyone is like. If you say anything, it's anti-Semitism. It's like, it's not anti-Semitism. It's funny. Like, it's funny that you guys have, that, 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 that whole story is funny. 
Like that they were that they came in and were like, yo, we need to fill these tunnels in because these buildings are likely going to collapse because these tunnels have been built without any permission. And they're like, no. And their 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 defense against it was just so weak. Like, did you see them? They were like trying to grab the the trucks and stuff. It's yeah. like, get out of the way. <laughs> I don't know why they're filling them up so quickly, though. You think that they would maybe investigate exactly what's going on. Yeah, unless they have and there's just nothing really there. Because there there isn't really a strong narrative around like why, who, what, where. Yeah, it's confusing though because- I've heard there were sex trafficking. I've heard there was pedophilia. I've heard there's Jew gold and I've heard there's something as simple as just they use them to get from one place to another so they could worship during COVID, which seems like a a fucking stretch Yeah, to do some underground fucking mining work just to go to the church. Plus, I mean- you, you can't just dig. They, they were making it out as if they were like Shawshanking the whole thing. Like that the, 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 all the Jewish people were leaving. With a broken plate just hacking no, at no, it. Yeah, and they were leaving with like dirt in their pockets and just leaving it <laughs> an hour to go home. It's like the tunnels were pretty big. Yeah. And they went, the network of tunnels seems to be relatively complex. Like they've, they've been there for a long time. Well, there would, there would probably be some sort of an existing sort of infrastructure under the, under the city anyway, right? With like the sewer systems, the, tra- the tunnels for the trains. Cause a lot of it didn't look like it was like dug out. It looks like it was they like just passageways. Walls, yeah. yeah. So they've like f- tapped into a, uh, a little network underneath that was already there. But they weren't obeying the rules, man. They weren't keeping it quiet because you see that dude on Twitter. Mm-mm. Oh my God, just the best thing ever. This guy is like, it's gone viral. This dude in like the start of November was like, I live oh, in a ground floor apartment. I did, yes. And I can hear Jewish people <laughs> underneath my floorboards. And everyone's like, you're an anti-Semite. Like, <laughs> yeah. da, 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 ban this person, all of that. And then the day that that came out, he just retweeted that and was like, I think I'm owning an apology. <laughs> <laughs> that that fucking video image of that Jewish dude coming out of the fucking like sewer grate with his hat on is going to be fucking forever burned into my memory. It is absolutely hilarious. But there the boys are up to no good. You're not doing underground tunneling if you're if it's if it's all good. If it's kosher, would you yeah, say? Yeah, if it's if it's kosher. <laughs> it's definitely not kosher and it seems sketchy as hell. But it, um, yeah, I was laughing because the the idea of like people living in the sewers and coming up out, or, or like coming out up, up from underground just reminded me of that Stephen King It movie. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that the uh, the character's name was Pennywise, which is a <laughs> the Jewish being good with money. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, that's funny. It's that's all funny connected. Thing. Yeah, I was like, maybe Stephen King was like. You know, trying to a warn little, us a about a, about a few things, um, especially when you know there's been there's been chatter of there being some sort of child sex trafficking going on. And I do, I never saw it, but I'm pretty sure he was getting kids down there with the balloons. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll float too. <laughs> um, but it turns out that clowns, which is what the which is what it was, mm. what Pennywise was, have been around in like Jewish folklore forever. And in the beginning of time, like in the big, in the like early 1800s or whatever, the priest was also the clown, like almost a jester in Jewish folklore or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, it's a strange coincidence. Get Stephen King on the floor. Yeah, it's a very strange coincidence. See what's going on. Very, very strange. 
We've also had. Uh, what was he trying to tell us? What was the end game of Pennywise? <laughs> Also had uh, a whole bunch of Epstein stuff come out this week, which is um, it's always been interesting watching for me. Yeah, they kind of flood, like when the Epstein stuff comes in, you know that they there's they're kind of like okay, well, someone's getting scapegoated. Obviously, our dear wheelchair bound genius was the one that took the the majority of the heat. <laughs> It's purely because he's the funniest, I think, you know? Yeah, he's definitely... You know he cheated on his wife mm. in a wheelchair in the in the state that he was in? Props to whoever sucked that dick, eh? Hey? Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not sure that that's how it went down. Imagine if he just had a fucking hammer on him, though. That would be just cruel. Because, <laughs> A, you wouldn't even be able to look at it. You'd be like, is it big? <laughs> Because <laughs> he can't turn his head. <laughs> Maybe he had really good peripheral vision. I bet you would lean to the left, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like Stephen Hawking was a genius, um, undeniably, but it's pretty easy to hack things. Like it's pretty easy to to hack people's computers and whatnot. And what's that guy going to do if you hack him? Like he's going to make some face movements that you do, you're not aware of what he's trying to say and someone else is just on their mobile just going, yep, just making shit up <laughs> and it, it's essentially controlling the smartest man in the world. And in the end, they just roll him off a cliff. I don't know how he does. <laughs> He's um, like, take me to the island. <laughs> and then he's, he's like, no, I don't want to go to the island. <laughs> yeah, I... Um, Did he start off like that, though? No. So he had a degenerative yes. disease. Yeah. What was it? Um, I don't remember, but I've seen... There was a movie about him, wasn't there? And Yeah, dude, which they wouldn't be able to make now. No, he'd be cancelled. Yeah, because you can't play someone with a degenerative disorder. They were like, we need to catch someone at the exact time when they're okay, knowing that they're going to be bad and film for five years. Correct. That's the only way that everyone's going to be like, that's okay. Yeah, it's, otherwise you're fine. an ableist. Yeah. Why can't you get a real dying degenerative person to play it? Exactly. Instead of Benedict Cumberbatch with glasses on or whoever the fuck I it was. I personally feel time. if people die in movies, they should die in real life. That's the only way that otherwise it's, um, you know. Aliveism, alive. <laughs> what would that be called? I liked aliveism. That's fine. <laughs> um, hey, that would actually bring some real credibility to the acting profession, though. Truly, if you literally had to die for your art. Yeah, like um, Hugh Jackman in The Prestige. <laughs> you seen that? We've had to say fucking X Men. <laughs> no, have you seen The Prestige? I have. Yeah, that's yeah. the magic one, eh? Yeah, mm. rules. I rewatched it the other mm. day. Where, um, yeah, he has to kill himself every night, mm. but he's duplicated himself. Mm. It's a pretty good film. It is. I don't do much Christian, watching. Christian Bale and his twin. Spoiler alert, guys. Oh, man. Um, I watched Saltburn. Have you watched that? No, but I, um, I've um, i been seeing some reels, et cetera, popping real up about good. it. Real, and real that, good. That dude, uh, Gary, Barry, Keown, yeah, Irish kid. Yep, obviously getting a lot of attention at the moment for whatever reason. Very strange looking boy, but he is yeah. strange story as well. He was um, his mum died of like a 
drug overdose when he was 12. And him and his, I think he had three brothers, grew up in like the foster system. So for him to be the level of actor he is now is insane. He was in um, Top Boy too. He was in Top Boy. He was in, he's been in a number of weird films. He was in that um, killer sacrificial deer or whatever it's called. Mm. And um, yeah, a few Irish things. But he was also the Joker in the latest Batman, which he's only in at the very end and the glass is all kind of foggy. Mm -hmm. But I think he's probably going to reprise that role. Right. In the next one. But yeah, it's a brilliantly written, acted and like delivered film. Strange looking, strange looking dudes are having a resurgence yeah. in pop culture. Truly. What's that dude? Something white from the bear? Yeah, yeah. Kind of weird looking. Yeah. Killian. Matt Rife. Matt Rife was, yeah. he's, he's like obviously very good looking. Yeah. But if you look back to when. If his eyes were slightly more spaced out, he would, he would be a completely terrible looking person. Yeah. I think there's that like uniqueness to people. And yes. it can swing one way yeah, or the other. Yeah, yeah. But it, and if you're right on the fence, yeah. like people are, it's like they'll look at you for longer and be like, uh. Killian Murphy, also yeah. fucking very strange looking. Even the, the original. Beautiful dude, leave him alone. <laughs> in the original old uh, fucking Phoenix, what's. River Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, the, the one that died? No, the one that played. Uh, Jacqueline? No, I'm, I'm thinking of the cunt who played the Joker. Um, yeah. Jo- you, yeah, Joaquin Joaquin. 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 <laughs> Sounds like a whip. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Weird looking bloke. Yeah, he claims he doesn't have a cleft lip as well. Seems like a fucking lie to me. Own it, bro. But Hamza has that cleft lip looking thing and he just got like smashed in his in Yeah, his but face. you're a fighter. Like- yeah, this was when he was a kid though, before he was a fighter. <laughs> yeah, well, he grew up in like a war zone. Right? I think he like fell on a brick or a step or something. Dude, you can fall in war zones. Like, <laughs> you don't have to be being shot at. Like you can still just fuck up. Dude, I basically am fighting in the Ukraine at the moment because the amount of war, death, and destruction I see on Twitter at the moment. Oh, death is nuts. I am addicted to it, Scott. Oh, and really? It, I, I'm addicted to it. I just watch it for hours. I saw a really cool death today, actually. <laughs> So the story Does it goes, not mess with you before? Like, it doesn't mess with you? No, there's some where I'm like- It's like a morbid curiosity. Where I can't, I, I'll like turn away and it's usually the ones where it's like fist fighting and they start stomping on heads and stuff. That yeah. sort of rubs me the wrong way, but um, I can watch shootings and stabbings and all like people getting heads chopped off and that stuff doesn't really bother me. That's but, a little concerning. <laughs> this dude, man- the story goes, it was in Paris and he was running from the 5-0. I don't know what crime he'd allegedly committed, but it was obviously enough to warrant throwing himself out of a building to try and evade them. He obviously thought he wouldn't take too much damage, but unfortunately, he's jumped out of the window and there's all the bollards that line the oh, street. Oh, I saw it. Oh, no. For those playing at home, he all you see is the CCTV street view, and then out of the top left-hand corner, this dude comes flying out. The bollard has inserted itself up his ass and gone completely through his body and poked out the top of his shoulder here. Fractured, broken, both of his ankles. He didn't die. He didn't die? He didn't die. 
That went, I went deep into that this. That kebabbed him completely. I know. I went deep into this because I was so interested. And it wasn't by a thin. It wasn't a thin. It shoot. was a it was like bollard, a, bro. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They had to get the fireies to come and essentially get him off this thing. He died two hours later in hospital when they tried to put him back together. But he was just internally rearranged. They couldn't save him. You get you get in trouble if you if you were just on the street and that dude did that, like jumped, and say he had a gun or something and he jumped and that happened and the gun's next to him and he's just like, Ugh. you'd get in trouble for killing him, eh? Yeah, you would. <laughs> That's got to be a mercy thing. Though. Yeah, mate, I thought the exact same thing. If that was me, I'd be like, put me out of my misery here and now because they, they said something about, I think they like, they had to cut the bollard. Yeah, you'd and have to take, take it with the you. whole thing. Yeah. And then you get charged for the bollard. Meanwhile, you've got a fucking six-inch diameter bollard stuck clean up your clacker with two broken ankles. Mate, that is about as rough as a way to go as you can I love get. How just, I love how you're stuck on the broken ankle. Like, it's just like the broken ankles is an issue. It's, like, it's insult like, to injury, you Scott. Been, you have been completely <laughs> impaled, impaled by a very, very thick piece of steel and concrete, and you're like, and he broke both his ankles. It's like, okay, I think there's probably some more serious injuries. Like the fact that the majority of his internal organs are in his throat. <laughs> I also believe he broke his index finger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but fuck, man. Yeah, I like, I prefer new Twitter to old Twitter because it's definitely like more real. Um, And the last one was just like so gay. But the, the amount of death I accidentally see sucks. Like I saw someone like, I constantly see, and I don't subscribe to them, but they seem to just come through my feed. Um, the dudes that do that kind of like climbing up on the edge of buildings and filming themselves and them just fully dying mm. and like splatting, you know, like that um, like that Midsummer movie. It's like that. I mean, you, but fortunately, there's never any noise. There's like the, there's the noise of someone hitting the ground whatever but there's no cinematic like squelching noise or anything like that it literally is just like a pound of you know it's it's like a a pig carcass hitting the ground or something it's just becomes an inanimate object i think by the time yeah by the time you hit it's so gnarly though the sound of a fully grown body hitting the earth from above 10 stories is pretty fucking pretty gross eh? i think it would be pretty gross but you don't hear it on the iPhone things. <laughs> no one's ever close enough. Yeah, you, you get a fairly good idea. You get an idea by the the impact of the body you can see, but you don't get the... I was talking to, um, Se- you know, Seto, mm-hmm. videographer Seto. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with him in Barcelona and he was filming something in Scarborough um, for like, I think it was like a musician or something, just doing promo photos and a dude landed like... Real close to the really? yeah, jumped off um, rendezvous. Jesus, yeah, you don't hear about it, obviously. Yeah. But that's he had a rendezvous. Crazy. He had a rendezvous to. <laughs> he had a rendezvous with the, with the devil. Yeah, Jesus. But I was uh, watching. Uh, there was a Russian chick like filming something for Instagram or something on her phone, and 
just like from the background, you just see a dude jump off the thing and just splat hit the floor. Oh. And she was like screaming. The fucking craziest ones are seeing dudes get hit by trains. They just yeah. evaporate into a red fucking mist. I think this will be the Patreon episode. <laughs> 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 we'll start with the Patreon this week. Yeah, that's dude, it is it is wild. Have you ever seen a dead body? You ever seen a DB? In the wild? Yeah. I don't think I have actually. I saw him when I was 12. When I was um actually I would have been about maybe 13 because I was already in high school. My friend Blake died of um cystic fibrosis, but he didn't die till much, much later. But he was in hospital a lot when I was when I was growing up. And he was constantly on his deathbed because cystic fibrosis was they they don't have a cure for it now, but they have a lot more management techniques for it. And it's basically your lungs fill up with too much mucus and you can't process it, so you drown. And he uh that's obviously a really simplified way of saying it, but he was in Princess Margaret Hospital, I think. And we had to all go visit him and say goodbye when we were in like year eight or nine. And then when we'd gone there, he was okay. <laughs> like he was like recovering. He's like false alarm, guys. So we were all chilling and there was like quite a few of us. And we went up and played on all the play equipment and stuff. And then we came back down and then he goes, oh, check this out. And then we went into the next room and the kid in the next room was dead. And like they must have just... I don't know how he knew, but something must have happened and then the nurses and stuff had left. And then we just went in there and stood and looked at this kid. And then the nurse came back and was like, get out! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I saw my dad when he passed. Yeah, I, did, I, wasn't, I wasn't really counting um, hospital dead bodies yeah, or they're funeral the dead ones. bodies. I want to know if you've seen one like in Street. Oh, no, I did. I saw one in, in India. I saw it. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Their death toll's insane. Yeah, and they just throw them in the fucking Ganges. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that's a fact, but they- uh, <laughs> It happens a lot. Well, not in the cities, they don't. Um, but yeah, I was in a place called Tirupur and there was a motorbike accident. Oh, yeah. And as we came past, there was a dude under, under a truck. But it's weird because you don't see- Like, I didn't see his face, so I just kind of saw- what was a body mm. and you're like, oh, that's, you're not surviving that. Yeah. We might've seen when we drove across Australia. So oh, we driving, the car. That car that was on yeah, fire. I'll always remember that. Like, so me and Josh drove across Australia with former guest, Jon Jovi, um, from Sydney back to Perth. And as we were coming along the bottom end, you don't see a lot of people and we were coming past and there was a car completely engulfed in flames on the road and and I was asleep and I just woke I think you obviously woke me up for it I can't remember who was driving but as we drove past all windows closed I could feel the heat of the I didn't realize it would be like that it was an inferno it was a full inferno and I think there might have been I don't remember there being a fire truck there or anything I think there might have been like police or something but it was like if there's anyone in there, there's no one in there anymore. Correct, yeah. Yeah, that was a fucking savage fire. Yeah. I wonder how that happened because that car didn't look like it had crashed mm. by memory. It was just a car mm. on fire. I'm not sure. Someone would have had ex like a fuel tank. Mm. You know, we're crossing the Nullarbor, we better stock up on fuel. 
and then bloody flicked a cigarette yeah, out, went into that. Dark, oh, boom. Dumb ways to die. <laughs> you wouldn't want to go out like that. Nah, I reckon um fire would be in my what is would be my number one as not wanting to have happen. Yeah. Like Nicolas Cage in Kick Ass. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's euphoric. You never know. Like you would get that full rush of adrenaline and endorphins and stuff. I wouldn't want to go via like long form torture. Like law abiding citizen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, great movie. Um, you know how he, he sets up the mirror so the guy can see what's happening to him? And then he just starts like sawing his legs off and shit. Yeah. And, oh, my God. That's – there's no escaping that. And then he keeps giving him adrenaline so that he can't fall. Oh, man. What a I, grim I film. went more like almost almost faux natural kind of ways of dying. You went to long-form torture. Long-form torture is the worst <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Have you ever found yourself in a position where there is something extremely heavy to pick up and you do not have the physical attributes to be able to manage it? I have. I know Scott has. And if you find yourself in a similar predicament, you should reach out to Jackson Moore at Perth Fork Trucks. These boys have been servicing the Perth fork trucking industry for over a decade? Maybe more. I don't know. It's been a long time. We don't have that information. They are experts, though. You can guarantee that. Go to perthforktrucks.com.au. The link is going to be down in the description below or reach out to Jackson Moore. And now back to the podcast. I can shark attack a bee. I'd take it. Shark attack would be over real quick. Yeah, because at the end, you know, when you're off in the, the soul factory at the end of it all waiting to be reassigned and everyone's like, what happened to you? And it'd be like, Everyone would just be like, suicide, I just fucking couldn't be fucked. <laughs> and you'll be like, great white shark. I was actually talking to, uh, continuing this morbid subject, but um, talking to my cousin at a wedding just gone the other day, and uh, his partner was involved in helping set up the voluntary assisted dying um, protocol over here. Respect to him. Uh, yeah, it was actually her. Uh, her. Yeah. Um, but uh, they severely underestimated how popular that program would be. Apparently, I can't remember the exact numbers, but in the first year in Queensland, they had like 116 cases. Mm-hmm. We had something like 300 in, th- in six months. Yeah. It's a real thing, dude. Like, it's a weird thing that people don't talk about, but that end of life stuff is really grim. Yeah. Because obviously with, with dad, that happened. And they it gets very complicated. They have to keep you alive when you choose to no longer take treatment mm. so silver chain come they're all volunteers they're fucking angels but what they have to do is make sure that they don't do anything that leads to his death because then they're culpable so they need to like basically keep you alive until your body like until you die of natural causes so you're very aware of it it's very gross because like my dad was pragmatist so he's like i'm gonna stop treatment because my quality of life is slipping to a point that it's just going to be problematic for everyone. Um, And then he was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And they had to bring in like, you know, they they had to literally bring in a, uh, a bed, like a hospital bed and a heart monitor and all that stuff. So you couldn't just die like comfortably Mm. at home. It's Mm. ridiculous. Mm. And then they brought in that 
they brought in that um, euthanasia stuff after. Mm. And if you've got terminal, you know, if you have a terminal illness, then just be like, here you are. It's like the morning after pill, but the no morning tomorrow pill. And yeah. That's, that would be a good way to do it because you could sit with your fucking family. And I wish we got to do it. It would have been really cool. You it would have been emotional, but you could have a dinner. When you go out, yeah. And you could, you could have a dinner and you could be like, look, I'm, I'm out tonight. I love you all. Mm. Still got all my faculties. That would yeah. be a really beautiful way to do it. But the other way was grim. We, I mean, we had to sit there for three days yeah. waiting for him to die and go in and like sit with him while he was – and he kept waking up and shit. It's so – it's the grimmest, man. Yeah. So like if people want to – like if people want to abuse it and some people just want to die and they don't have terminal illnesses or whatever, probably let them have it as well. Just fuck it. Like it's like – it's going to stop a poor train driver having to fucking go have PTSD or like – you know, land on someone when you jump off a fucking building or you're going to ruin people's lives. Mm -hmm. It's like, it definitely is, it's within your rights to not be alive. I agree. All you, apparently all you have to be able to have is a doctor to sign off on the fact that you're terminal and you have less than 12 months. That's the only stipulation. That's the stipulation. Yeah. I mean, they, they obviously have to put rules in place, which... And that I seems fair enough. That seems like a fair enough thing. Um, but yeah, I, is it a pill? Uh, there's two ways it can be administered, I was told. It's something you drink, uh, like a liquid, yeah. and you can either self-administer or have someone administer it for you. Yeah, you can spike your fucking family's drink with that shit. <laughs> you guys were dicks. Yeah, apparently there's you a whole that thing. that dinner and everyone's got the, you know, you've got the chalice because you definitely have a chalice. You'd have if a chalice. Your last drink, you'd for have a chalice sure. for sure. Yeah. And you'd be like, uh, all right, guys. And then you just see the rest of you. <laughs> start <laughs> dropping. Fuck. <laughs> and the one that's meant to die is just like. <laughs> <laughs> and you consider it because it's your last act. <laughs> Murder your entire family. You know when you're, you know when you come out of a break, you know when you go through a breakup and like the first the, the lead up to the breakup, like the final throws, you're like, I need to get out of this. Like, she's not not good to me. You're, you're focused on all the negatives. And then you break up and then it automatically swings and you're mm. like, oh, mm. it's all my fault. Da, da, da. And then it, somewhere along the way, you find like your peace in the whole process. Imagine that when it comes to like dying, because you'd be like, yeah, I don't want to put my family through this drama and like all of this. I don't want them to to suffer watching me fade away and then you get that drug and then it's like man my birthday presents for the last few years have been shit <laughs> no one really cares you crash my car when you're on your peas <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like i won't give him the whole pill but i'll just give him a little bit <laughs> taken to the edge i'm gonna have to do some research as to what it actually is because i'd love to know i'd love to know what it is and how like how come it's so easy wouldn't you just give that to like a – you talk about people who are like uh, on death row. Mm. So they get the lethal injection and it seems to still be quite savage. Like there are reports of people having intense pain as it's going into their system and whatnot. Why don't you just give them that if it's so fucking simple, you know? Or so yeah, easy. I don't know because that I've only seen that in movies. Imagine you take it and, and then movies, your fucking insides start boiling and you're like, why did I do this? Yeah, This is real. worse than cancer. Yeah, well, I think they do the one first to like put to knock you out, and then it's the next one, 
is to kill you, to stop your heart. Mm. But in movies, they make it out as if it's like some sort of a chamber where there's, you can see the liquids coming down. It's like <laughs> coming through. Like surely it's just a doc. Like surely they'll just give you like a Xanax. Yeah, but fuck, I suppose- if you're on death row, you'd want to make a you'd want to make it theatrical because you've got people to come and watch. So there's got to be some sort of danger, some sort of show and dance, you know. Yeah, true. They should bring back being hung, drawn, and quartered. That's a good way to that's a good way to do it. And each of the family members gets to ride one of the horses that's attached to the limbs. That's cool. That's cool. Who gets to like take home the leg and the arm and a doggy bag? Yeah, it's like a uh, it's like the Christmas cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I get the toy. The winner ends up with the spine as well. Like, <laughs> I got the wish, legs wish and the spine. Do we have a wishbone? I think we probably have a wishbone in some way. People with bad posture do for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, we got a clavicle. That's kind of our only. No, nah, I'm not even going to do the dad joke of that. <laughs> um, is it clavicle? Clavicle, clavicle is, is your the collarbone. collarbone. No, humerus. Humerus is in your arm. Yeah, that's your funny bone, and that's when you get hit on it. And it yeah, fucking, I think that might be the ulna. No, you got radius and ulnas in the front. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. The other one's that one that runs yeah. up there. And mine protrudes, and I hit it, and I think about suicide because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, my arm is. Literally on fire, and this is going to last for quite some time. Yeah, I'll never be able to use it again. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Man, I've been watching a lot about the uh, the immigration issues in America. You, are you across this? I am. It's immigration issues worldwide at the moment, but please continue. The, the American one is out of control. So they've got a uh, – it, it just feels like this, you know, like um, – calling everything racist as, as like a blanket thing and then going anything that is called racist is no, you know, is completely wrong and devalidates any other part of it. So when Trump was talking about building a wall, obviously it was quite jarring. It was like, man, you know, there's people that are illegal immigrants and stuff like that. Obviously, I think most people are pro-immigration, but you need to come in in the right way and there needs to be a process for it. But they they had a system in the States that Trump um, put in place, which was called like something Action 17 or something. I can't remember what exactly what it was called, but it was basically that people who were coming in as refugees, like asylum seekers essentially in america's constitution they're like yep yeah, they, we have to let them in and then we can they can apply for citizenship and that and we can figure out what to do with them and if we don't take them we don't send them back to where they're going to be killed but we kind of ship them elsewhere so then you have this whole issue with the world going well we'll take them we won't vice versa obviously australia's history with it we're like we'll put them on an island and just wait for them to die and then no one will talk about it. That was that's the best way to do it. And we just called them boat people to make it sound, I don't know, like they weren't here. You know what I mean? Because they put them on Manus Island and it's fucking crazy. In America, though, what they've done is they've laxed those rules and they got rid of that proposition. I think it's called Proposition 7. They got rid of that because they could instigate it for COVID. So they were like, we need to slow the spread of COVID so we can't have undocumented people coming in and then being here. 
So they were like within 30 days, they could just ship them back out and just put them back in Mexico. But what's been happening is they're getting 10,000 a day across the border. But the majority of them are like Senegalese and fucking, they're from all over the world. So these people are coming in to Mexico or coming into South America from Africa and then making their way all the way up to the US border. And then they're chucking away all of their documentation. So I was watching this documentary on it the other day. They're finding like, you know, near the borders, they're finding people's luggage and bags and passports and all identifiable stuff. And then these people are just walking across the border. So they used to have it where people would try and get across the border and then get into America to like family members and and friends and stuff like that so that they could kind of just integrate and just be illegal immigrants. But now the way that the um, current government is set up, they don't even bother running. They just walk across and go political asylum and they're getting 10,000 a day. And they've started to shut some of these border towns down, like some of the crossing points in the borders. And it's absolutely nuts, but they're shipping them all into new, they're shipping a lot of them into New York from Texas. And they're like, why is this happening? They had to shut down some schools and they were using the schools as centers to home to, to house these people. It's like a huge crisis. So all these buses are just coming in and coming in and coming in. And obviously there is reason for political asylum for people by all means, but you can't just have an open border policy where you like, you know, give us your poor, give us your weak, everyone can come here because they have such insane, huge economic problems, socioeconomic problems in America. So all these people are coming in and then they reckon, this was the, the theory I was listening to a Congress um, debate about it the other day, in New York, asylum seekers and people that are illegally in the country that have been detained and are waiting to be processed and housed can fucking vote. And they reckon that they're pushing them into New York because they know they're going to lose the Democratic vote in this election because New York's fucked. So they're really worried that states that were always voting Democrat, which was like New York and California, obviously two massive things. Um, Texas was always Republican. They're really worried that they're just not going to have New York anymore because everyone that's there is like, this is a, f- a failed fucking state. Same with California. Mm. So the... Yeah, the theory, and this isn't like a conspiracy theory, is what they're actually discussing in Congress is they're like, you you can't fucking ship them in here, say we're gonna look after you. Here, here's the forms you have to vote in this in this place. Because you're talking about like hundreds of thousands of people that are coming in that are now gonna vote Democrat to keep New York open being blue. Mm, you know? Mm. It's yeah, California's crazy. offering them um like free medical insurance, medical insurance. Well, they have uh, to, yeah, because when that once they let them in, they have to do that mm. because that's the the way that it is. But that's I think Trump's running on the opposite of that and saying I'm just going to ship them out. Mm. But that Proposition Seven, Seventeen, or whatever it's called, the the interesting thing about that was they were like, look, no problem if you're from Mexico and you've got we got a lot of people fleeing narco, like the narcos, because they're it's a problem. Like it is a big, big problem. And they're really extorting people and fucking killing people's families and doing all this sort of stuff. So they're coming across the border and just going, look, it's either this or we fucking die. We're not doing this because we, we want to. 
But then you have all these people from like all these other places that are getting into South America and then coming through. Like I said, they just, what that Proposition 7 said was you can claim political asylum only from the first country you land in from the place that you're escaping. You can't go, I'm getting out of Sierra Leone because my family is being targeted and then, you know, make it to Venezuela and then go, okay, now we need to get to America. Now we need to get to America because that's where we want to do it. It's like the idea is that it's desperation. So you go to the first place that will have you. And that seems reasonable because otherwise, I mean, I would like a green card. Am I just going to fly into America and be like, hey, Josh said some mean things about me on a fucking podcast. I don't feel safe. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. I can if it would help. It would. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty nuts, man. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. I was watching that Channel 5 because he went and, and did like a report on it and stuff. And it's, yeah, it's really in the news. If you, if you look hard, there's lots of places that, it's, that are speaking about it. And it looks like a, a pretty major problem mm. because you have insane numbers of homeless people in America and then you're now putting a whole bunch more people in and then giving an insane amount of money to the Ukraine. It's like, where, how are you going to fix your own domestic problems? Yeah, it's wild. It is very wild. What are you doing? You got a sore back? Yeah, man. I'm fucking uncomfortable on these stools, eh? We need to get, we need a new setup. I think we do. I think we'll invest some money into that. Like, it's hard because this is, this is high, but it would be cool to have like, I looked into it. You can get like sort of stools like this with backs on them, but they're not, they're not good either. Yeah. But we could just get, I could just push together two of those sorts of desks and then we sit on what we sit on, you know? Yeah. Stupid fucking chairs. It's also hot as shit. I'm sweating like fuck. You got 17 degrees blasting. I know. I don't know what it is. I think it's my fucking elevated testosterone levels, to be honest with you. <laughs> Honestly, I never used to sweat like this. And right now I am fucking saturated. Do you find any negatives from that stuff? No. Nah. No? No. You haven't had any, you haven't noticed anything? You get back pimples or anything? No. Nah. No? I think that's more around like steroids and shit, man. As opposed to? As opposed to just. I think steroids in, for the most part, it is just testosterone, right? No. Nah. Isn't it that aren't they tools to make your body to produce more testosterone though? No. No? No, they have what steroids were. And uh, we can look up the definition, but um, TRT is often used in combination with anabolic steroids because they do different things. Oh, no, they call it a stack. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. I don't know them all. Anavar, Decca, Tren, I know one, but that kills people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching any of that shit. It's just, and and realistically for me, it's just, it's just literally meant to be raising my levels to what it should be. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's something I'm looking into as well. But it's like, is there? Did that when you when you had the consult with the doctor that you're with now? Did they say you need to do any sort of estrogen blockers or anything like that? No, because your estrogen levels will rise to. No, the, my dose isn't high enough to make it do that. I think that's the difference, right, with the TRT Correct. is that you're not blasting yourself. People who are using it for, quote, unquote, straight performance are doing 
three to five times the amount I'm doing. Yep. Which is a lot. <laughs> yeah, you end up like Bebop and Rocksteady from exactly. the Ninja Turtles. And you can get like Gyno and shit. Like where you got yeah, to you get, get titty. Tits. You get the uh, Israel understanding. The, the Israel lump. Yeah. Um, but no, thankfully, none of that nonsense. That's good. Yeah, I'm definitely, I've emailed the place because I'm interested in, mm. I'm interested in checking it out, you know, because I am 42 years old. That is true. And you do what you got to do to just prolong quality, you know. That's I don't right. want to give up. I don't want to give up and just be a fat loser. <laughs> fucking never do. fucking never I could like I could just let go I would voluntarily assist dying if I became a fat loser yeah my body definitely if I if I get real lazy like I don't think I've I don't think I would classify as having been like where people would be like that's a fat person <laughs> but within yourself you're like I'm a piece of shit yeah yeah, yeah you for know sure I mean? for sure and you don't need to be, like, I don't have, like, some need to be jacked. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, um, dudes like Ant, that you know, who's a strength coach and that's his business and that's his job. And he's, he's just a fucking big, he's a big fucking dude. You know what I mean? And some dudes really strive to be that body type. Mm. And it's like, if I was like, I want to be like that, it would be ridiculous. I would be a force of nature, though. People would have to watch the fuck out. <laughs> And it's six foot six and like six foot eight, two eighty five. Just angry, angry as fuck. There are some absolute genetic freaks out there, though. I suppose you see them in jujitsu because they're all fucking um, dosed out of their brains. But there are some absolute huge units kicking around. You guys, as a community, need to get rid of that fucking Musaseki guy. Musaseki, he's got to go, bro. Musamechi. He's not. He's he's. Just moved into like the YouTube beef world. I know. And I saw that he is so cringy, so painful, so exceptionally autistic, and like has no banter and no game whatsoever. And it just comes across as like you've already lost. Yeah. I Even know. though it's like, yeah, but he could do this and show it's like, that's cool. Congratulations. From a digital standpoint, it looks terrible. Craig the Jones. A great ambassador. <laughs> Musa Mechi. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. Go back into your, like, I don't know, do celebrity love on the spectrum or something. And Musa Mechi is an absolute prodigy when it comes to jiu-jitsu. The guy is an absolute fucking machine, but- You say he's like the Stephen Hawking of jiu-jitsu. I would say that, yeah, for sure. Um, Imagine if he was getting midgets to, like, roll, and that was how he got <laughs> off. <laughs> midgets to get out of complex- um, Jiu-jitsu scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the people that I spoke about on here once where he, he was in an absolute competition in the gi and he would weigh 66 kilos, I think he competes at. And um, he was against a guy that's in the 99 plus division. So an absolute monster. And Mikey ended up beating him. Um, the dude's just, just so, so good. But... You're right in the in the terms of the banter. It's like you got this sneako fucking douchebag who is clearly a douchebag and clearly going to be rinsing this for more views. This is all totally. he's doing. First, ignore him. That's a better idea. Or you know, like a Craig Jones style, just undressing would be perfect for him. But Don't Craig is a Craig is 
a prodigy at that. Yeah, Mikey couldn't do that. Yeah. But you don't go in there talking about our oh, bullies and, you know, like just 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 do you, bro. No, yeah. one's, no one cares. And the thing is that it's it's a bigger it's a bigger clout chase for Musa Mechi than it is for Sneeko because you're talking about like an insane river of people that are watching this Sneeko guy that would have never heard of mm. that even though and I think that's the thing. I think he's kind of gassed up by being what he is in jiu-jitsu and then it's like you then comes, you know, someone starts taking shots at you from another popular subculture which is much bigger and they go and he's like oh i can take the piece out of him it's like dude you don't know what you're stepping into like you're going to be destroyed mm. online consistently mm. by everyone but that other thing needs to die as well this stream of this stream of stuff is, so is painfully bad tacky, man it's so, so painfully tacky. bad and it's like it's getting worse and worse and worse it definitely pops up in my sphere through youtube but it's like yeah that jack kid that's been going around like he's got a bodyguard and he just fucks with people oh yeah yeah. it's like dude what's got to happen like what's got to happen before this this ends and your kids being like i want to be that that's what i want to do with my life and fuck it let them Mm. it's the way it goes man they're yeah. the same kids that would have been emo or something in like 20 years ago. And yeah, shot or stabbed at a shopping center and then. You see all those kids in Chicago firing uh, um, fireworks at each other. Mm. And then everyone was trying to say it was aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, why would there be this many police? It's like, it was because Miami. it probably sounded like a mass shooting. Yeah, Miami. Miami. Um, 10 foot aliens. Yeah, it's like all kids. Letting off fireworks in in a shopping center. In a shopping center. Yeah. The best thing from that was that people were just coming out on Twitter, being like, "I was there. I seen it. There was ten foot aliens. <laughs> they were gray, it's large. Like, if there's gonna be that, like, I don't get me wrong. All the grush stuff that comes out where they where they release footage and it's like flip radar footage and shit like that. You're like, okay, well, I mean, that's probably what they have. But if it's a shopping mall in 2024 or late 2023, and everyone's got iPhone 15s, I want to see some high definition. No shit. Like selfies with aliens in the back sort of shit. And if aliens are going to come out and present themselves, they better not be in Miami shopping for Abercrombie and Fitch. (laughs) Exactly. And actually put in some fucking effort. I mean, let's face facts, guys. I mean, for me, if they are coming through and they're lanky 10-foot aliens, like I kind of support it. Big and tall? Yeah, I kind of support that because they'll probably be like, all right, well, everyone that's kind of looks like us, <laughs> you're good. You can stick around in the new world order. Yeah, look, if if Men in Black was a thing, you would definitely be on my radar as a potential alien. True. As a small creature inside your head just piloting your body around. I feel like there is a small creature in my head piloting my body around. Like, <laughs> like quite often. Like I feel like I am a small part of something going on in the back of my brain and I'm like, mm. <laughs> but that's just because I have the space to consider such things. I spend enough time by myself to consider, to, to ponder the the real inner workings of the human psyche, which is uh, a fool's errand. If you were in fact an alien, how would you propose to make the big reveal to the planet that we that we exist my theory on it is if 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 it was the case that and like there would be 
you wouldn't even consider the reveal. It'd be like, how do we reveal ourselves to a colony of ants? You don't. You don't announce yourself. You just exist you and they can up. fucking deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they lived in your garden for thousands of years and then suddenly you're making a water feature. It's like it's over for you. <laughs> we do not consider you. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, send a small leaf to the ants. That yeah. is based on the presumption that the aliens are in fact just more advanced and better, cooler, bigger. What if they are essentially just equals, maybe a little bit better? They've worked out how to find us, but they're all like, dude, fucking check it out. That would be the coolest if some dumbass, like if some yeah. if some humans. Some barely smarter aliens. Just humans that that, that happen to grow up on another planet. Yeah. We're, doing, we're, we're working at exactly the same technological advancement speed as we were, and they- they just find out how to get here before we find out how to get there. And then they land and, you know, they look fucking weird or whatever. And they just get here and everyone's just like, what the fuck? Tell us your secrets. And they're like, eh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm a fucking astronaut. I don't really know, like, what the rest of the world is. I couldn't tell you how to, like, make cement. You know what I mean? What if we are indeed in a global, a global, a galactic race? A galactic space race where everyone is trying to find the next habitable planet because everyone's planets in the galaxy are slowly being degraded to a point where they're no longer livable. And there's only like one one spot left. Yeah, and then they see that it's Earth and they're like, we can probably go there. I mean, it's all it's it's funny because the 80s was so rife with science fiction all mm. that sort of stuff. You know, and even before that, like War of the Worlds. We've kind of got a bit boring in our older age, I feel. We've stopped imagining. Mm. I think the space race kind of ended it where it was like, imagine we could go to the moon and then we went to the moon allegedly and it's like, <laughs> all right, cool, that's it. Shit, what do we do now? Yeah. And now India are on the moon. Allegedly. No, I think they're really there. I think they're the first ones that are really there. <laughs> Walking around and shit. <laughs> Did they walk around? This is good. I very, very much like the moon. <laughs> I love Indians, man. Indians would be the coolest people to be on the moon. Just a bunch of Hindus. They'd definitely take a cow. You been to India? I've actually never been to India. Dude, it's nuts. They, I, I, it's, it's very similar in Indonesia, but in India, like... Like I said, like the traffic's nuts. The whole place is just like kind of like Mars. Like it's just boiling hot, dusty. And then there's just like cars fucking going every which way. There's like sewage um, sort of moats along the it's, – it's very similar to Indonesia. And then in traffic, like a, just a bull will just casually walk through and everyone stops like as if it's like not a – inconvenience yeah. <laughs> and like yeah i was i remember walking for a to go around because they don't like you smoking like around people there and i went around the corner from where we were where i was working and smoked a cigarette and then i heard this noise and i turned around and there was a bull like as close as you are to me he's all painted and shit but there was he had no handler yeah he was just cruising they just chill yeah and you're like okay what's up yeah please don't kill me but they take all they take their balls beforehand. Oh right. Yeah, they do it in a 
pretty bad way. It's all like two bits of wood, you know, clang them together. Fucking hell. Yeah, so they're they're a little bit more docile. It's not like they just have bulls coming through and destroying yeah. fucking families on mopeds. Which <laughs> would know I mean? be sick show to watch. I'd yeah. watch that on Twitter for sure. That would be. It probably exists on Twitter, to be honest. I've seen a lot of scooter moped accidents lately. Yeah, man, I can't believe that that stuff pops up in your sphere and that you're not, and and that it, that it's the, that you're just kind of okay with it. That's crazy. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know, it's good to know what happens to the body when it's hit by a train going at uh, 112 mile an hour. I'm kind of okay with the assumption. Mm. I don't need I don't need the facts on that one. I don't mm. need the dossier. You know what it really does ram home though is just the stupidity of people. <laughs> Some people out there are fucking borderline retarded, eh? What, they die? Yeah. Like, I just saw an Indian dude running down the tracks at a moving train and he seemed to just notice it at the last minute tried to get out of the way and just got clipped by it and just was disintegrated. It would probably be human nature. Like even if you were trying to kill yourself, if it was a long-winded way like that, you'd be running and then you your body your would naturally be like, I could, uh, we, we can't do this. Yeah, maybe that was the case. That's why you need to – that's why like hanging is popular because there's no choice once the, once the chair is moved. You know what I mean? Yeah, very true. It's over. Oh, did you see fucking talking of hangings? I've been watching a lot of those lately as well because of Ecuador. Have you seen what's happening over there? Dude, Jesus Christ. What man. the fuck? That's where a lot of the refugees are coming into America. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think, that, that I think was, they've no. started to get it under control. Yeah, well, they they got the guy. They got the, the leader. Yeah. But that stuff where they took over the newsroom. TV room, station, yeah. That was wild. Yeah. Did they kill people on the TV? Nah, they didn't kill anyone as far as I know in the TV station, but in the prison, I watched multiple murders go down. Multiple. Hangings. And they're fucking stupid, eh? Like, <laughs> the first guy they tried to hang, they obviously let the rope too long so his feet were still on the floor. So he had to get two fucking douchebags hanging on the other end Pulling to him, hold back him up, up. To hold him up. That's what it would have been like in medieval times, surely. Yeah. I think if they, if you have the rope too long as well, it just decapitates people. That's if they're the like drop. fully dropping. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even have a chair in this situation. Um, oh, no, they did. Yeah, but they just left. They obviously tied it off too long so that when the but chair that's a went. That's lynching just, then. If, they, if you pull them up, I think that. They did that. It was purely out of necessity because they'd fucked up the initial uh, construction of the contraption. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, would you just be like, how hard can it be? And I don't think you necessarily, you probably would get decapitations if it was a really long drop, but from what I've heard, it's more likely that you snap your neck. Yeah, but that's the, the snap the neck is the thing that that they're aiming for. That's apparently that's. It's not like strangulation. That's a that's a nice way to go. Yeah, that's a nicer, like a, that's way, to, a, a nicer way to go. That's the aim. I wonder if you die immediately if your neck snapped. Yeah, this is something that you tend to bring up quite often. Is that the moments after? Dude, death. It, it really does. It really does weigh heavy on my mind. I wonder why. Well, I watch people get doesn't... shot in the head all the time, and they they seem to be still like doing shit after. So I'm telling you, there's got to be at least like a. 10 to 30 second block where they're well and truly aware of what just happened. Yeah, I suppose if you're watching that stuff, why are you watching that stuff? I don't understand. It's fascinating. I, I like will start watching something on Twitter and then as I realize what is coming, I just swipe. I just continue oh, going. So as it. I'm swiping, I see the thousand ways to die and I get excited. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like... Kook slams. 
Yeah. I like, I like kids getting hurt. hurt. Kids yeah. getting hurt is really quite kids nice. Kids getting hurt is pretty cool. Yeah, I laugh at that. Um, there's a great one that I started following recently. I think I sent to you and Tony and it was just like the majority of it was people on e-scooters mm. drunk mm-hmm. being like YOLO and then like just completely tanking it into things. And um, that's entertaining. The ones where people, I, I used to subscribe to one and then I was like, in the comments, it'd be like, that person's definitely dead. And you're like, oh, I just watched it death. That's less funny. If I could bottle the enjoyment that I get of seeing someone on one of those like Segway bots where they've come off and then the, it's just the part where they hit the road and try to run yeah, and then fall. If you could just, that little split second, bottle that, fuck. You've I've done it rich before. Man, I, I remember when I was skating a lot, like I'd skate to and from work. And I remember going down that um, the bit at the end of Aberdeen Street to go down next to the freeway. And then you go under to go to Leadable. And there's like a the world's grossest lake there. Mm-hmm. It's just like a just Stinks runoff. Permanently. Yeah, it's just runoff yeah. from the, the, the um, freeway. And I was flying down there and you hear the gum nut. Mm. And you know it's over because it doesn't stop you immediately. It yeah. goes like, Eem, and you're like, oh, as no. soon as this catches, I'm fucked. Uh-huh. And then you do the running man and your head's above your, your feet. You're like, Ugh. and you're like, this isn't, there's no other choice than to do what I'm doing right now. I know I'm going to have to grow back the skin on my palms. I used to uh, skateboard with my dog. And my dog would pull me on the skateboard. And Leela was an absolute fucking athlete. That dog moved. And she, it was great for her because she was a marrying people. So whenever I walked her, she was like super cantankerous, especially whenever other dogs were around. But when she was running, blinkers on, didn't give a fuck about what's happening. And we were cruising down like by Maylands when I used to live over in East Perth on Gardner Street, down by the river there where that old power station is. And there were two girls fully like in Lycra with WA Institute of Sport, like matching uniforms. So they must've been doing some training on like road bikes, riding on the path. And I was catching them. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to zoom past these two chicks because um, it'll be hilarious. They're like training on bikes and I come past on a skateboard with a dog, like a madman. And so I'm pumping hard and Leela is full speed. And I go around them give them the little nod as I go past and then miss with my foot and just go fucking Superman. <laughs> right in front of them. Right in front of them. Oh. Just hands out, face hits the floor, skid, blood, ripped jeans, ripped shirt, dogs fucked off. <laughs> and they have to stop and like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, 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 all good. You, get, you recover and get yeah. out of there so quickly. Yeah. And then you're like, I will deal with the horrendous injuries later. Correct. And unfortunately, the board had fucked off left and like halfway into the fucking lake. So I had to go fish that out, <laughs> call the dog back. Thankfully, she realized about half a kilometer down the road that I was no longer attached to her and came back. Man, I had a situation in LA that one of the only times I'd seen a gun, but I was just in LA on Hollywood Boulevard and there was a dude that, um, do you remember that guy that sang that Look Good in Leather song? Nah. I look good in leather. He was mm-hmm. like a real stylish, like, black singer guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name. Ch- Cody Chestnut. Oh, I know that name. Yeah, this dude looked a lot like him. Like, he had the the full kind of rocker get up on. He was cruising along. And it's Hollywood Boulevard on, like, a 
Friday night. So it was super busy. And generally you don't go out in Hollywood on like weekends if you're living there because it's just all out of town people and it's really hard to get in anywhere. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So like the majority of LA goes out on like Monday, Tuesday nights. So we were just cruising along and um, yeah, it's absolutely packed. And then this dude, there's like three dudes, three black dudes in front of us. And it was me and two dudes that I was over there with, like that, that had taken me over there. And one of them, Cody Chestnut's on a skateboard. So he's pushed a couple of times and he's just cooked it and overstepped and the skateboards come wheeling back to us. And one of the dudes I was with just goes, like pulls his foot back and puts his foot on the skateboard and like returns it to him and it lands perfectly under his foot and he like puts his foot down and continues. And I I remember thinking that is a very, very cool way to do that. Like that was seamless. And then five seconds later, dude pops his board up and he goes, you kick my fucking skateboard. And we were like, <laughs> and I even said to him, I was like, dude, he just returned that like perfectly <laughs> to you. And the other two dudes are like sort of mad dogging us. And I was like, fuck out of here. It's, you know, it's completely packed. It was just dudes trying to kind of flex. Anyway, we're walking and it's like a little bit tense, but it's like, who fucking cares? And then one of them just lifts up his shirt and turns around and he had a fucking pistol. And I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. He's like crossed <laughs> all the lanes of Hollywood Boulevard, like jaywalked the whole thing. I was like, I know you're not going to do anything, but I am terrified you have a gun. <laughs> you fucking win, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, good for you. Oh, fucking douche. You ever had a gun pulled on you? No. I do the gun pulling. I had a friend that um, we were all at his house and when when we were like 19 or something and he was living out of home for the first time, he had this rental in Mololu and I can't remember who it was, but there was a knock at the door and we were all hung over and one of my mates was just being an idiot and he was like, oh, this better fuck, this better be good or something. And he, he had a baseball bat that was just in the house and he opened the door like thinking it was just going to be someone that we know mm. and it was two cops. Oh, shit. Because one of the dudes had lost his license or not paid for fuel or something. Mm. They'd come around to do something. So he's like opened the door like, ah, and one of the cops like, <laughs> Jesus, he didn't draw yeah. but he did the flick yeah it's like that'd be a dumbass way to die <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was only joking would. i fully would you end up with like the heaven the halo thing yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit oh what's uh what time are we at all righty yeah, so we uh, switched to Patreon. Is that what's happening? <laughs> what's up, everyone? We have uh, made some changes to the Patreon. So every week now, there's going to be two episodes. One will be on Spotify and YouTube, and the other one will be on Patreon. So jump over there and give us a follow. It's only $5 a month. Uh, it gives us a little bit more of an opportunity to speak more openly and not have to worry too much about like youtube censorship and stuff like that so from now on every tuesday there's going to be one hour episode on youtube spotify and another hour episode on patreon so if you're down with the podcast and you've enjoyed the nearly 100 episodes that we've done please head over there and give us a follow because it really helps for us to be able to basically reinvest into the podcast thank you
Plumgoodpodcast.com. Plumgoodpodcast.com. Plumgoodpodcast.com.